0: it's time for geek news nothing but. and nothing but it's news and geek related we might have it <laughs> <laughs> at least stuff we want to talk about this week what do you got if it's just a butterfly that caught my attention i will talk about <laughs> it's it
1: like, oh. uh, very little other than gaming news so i'll start with my non-gaming stuff because there's only three items DC Comics has announced that they're going to be doing everything is awesome <laughs> Lego variant yes. covers for November. They look as silly as you would expect.
0: But still better than the selfie variants because that made me want to shoot somebody in the face.
1: <laughs> the key word for both of those, however, is variant. <laughs> so come on, people. If you keep buying these covers, you're just going to over-inflate sales numbers to no good end. And when your series gets canceled, you'll only have yourself to blame. On the miscellaneous side, I'll start with the positive. Because <laughs> uh,
0: why not end on the negative?
1: <laughs> JMS, uh, Joe Straczynski, yes. has announced that he wants to write a B5 reboot film. He is either talking to or needs to talk to Warner Brothers Because he retained the film rights to the Babylon 5 series, but not the TV rights. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why he is saying he needs to talk to Warner Brothers, but I guess he needs to get first refusal or something.
0: Yeah, I think they get first refusal, but if they refuse it, he can just make it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. his production company alone can do it.
0: But yeah, they still need first refusal rights or something like that was in the contract.
1: He says he'd like to get some of the original cast Mm -hmm. members back. Uh, Quite a few of them are dead, so that will limit his numbers. But he did say he wants,
0: uh, Sheridan back as president of the Earth Alliance. He wanted him in new roles, yeah. 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 I think it beca- I'm, you know, it's, it's been a while, obviously, but I'm, I'm there. I'm down for it because if it's a good enough movie that they can
1: get the support for him to do, finish Excalibur, not Excalibur, but whatever the show was that had the ship, Excalibur, the, the follow-up show. Uh, Crusade? Crusade, yeah. yeah. Crusade, yeah. And then the, uh, the much rumored, uh, telepath war that uh, never happened, and then he also had a ranger spinoff that he wanted to do. So if he can revive this, let's face it, ninety CGI was not that great. It was just a bunch of people working on Amigas. and But it looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, for its era, it really pushed the envelope on what TV CGI was. So 20 years later, with hopefully an increased budget <laughs> and better CGI, and then sticking with Mostly, I mean, because he he was one of the first TV people to do kind of hard hard science in in the sci-fi, you know, as far as visuals, station needing rotation, you know, your pilot standing up, stuff like that. Although it took him five seasons to have the the rotation <laughs> scene from inside C C and C, but that's neither here nor there. I'm with you if they can get this done and revive the franchise, I'd be all for it. If it starts with a movie, okay, I think I'd I'd like to see a movie and then a transition directly to TV. I don't think it's uh well, you know, the, the original story, that was very epic, so that was well-suited for TV. Uh, so I'd like to see a return to that, too. Just, you know, uh whether it's one series, two series, three series, or one series that covers everything that he ever wanted to do and it lasts a decade, whatever. Uh, I think I'd prefer it on TV. And now the absurd San Diego Comic Convention, the company that runs SDCCI, San Diego Comic-Con International, is suing the company that runs Salt Lake Comic-Con <laughs> because... They say that their naming, they have, their official name is Salt Lake Comic Con, whereas the common parlance for San Diego is Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So they're saying they have deliberately branded themselves as <laughs> such as to piggyback on the Comic Con brand, even though that's not necessarily their title because mm-hmm. they are San Diego Comic Convention. And on top of that, uh, apparently <laughs> their logo is such that Salt Lake is small, but Comic Con is really big. <laughs> And last week at SDCC, they were driving around the con area in a big Audi TT <laughs> or something like that with uh, all done up in their colors with Salt Lake Comic Con <laughs> detailed on both sides of the car. So apparently the SDCCI people took. Took umbrage to that. And uh, now they're trying to sue them to uh, yeah, not the, quite sure what at this point. It's just, uh, we don't like you lawsuit
0: right yeah, now. Yeah. It was, so, there's a little more as the story progressed, <laughs> things got a little more childish. Cause I was like, <laughs> do they run Emerald City Comic Con then? Because they're getting big. I mean, they're, that's kind of the don't want to deal with SDCC, but yeah. still want a cool comic convention. Come to ECCC. Yeah. You don't wanna to
1: go to SDCC, you don't want to deal with the Wizworld brand. So just come on over here. <laughs> We're good. Now on the gaming news, Gale Force Nine uh has announced uh its list of products related to D and D next, and these are gonna be available well probably right now if you're listening to this at Gen Con. <laughs> it's gonna be mostly available yes, at I'm for- sure
0: everybody at Gen Con <laughs> is gonna <to> pause, <laughs> download, and listen to what we gotta say.
1: Hey, as long as their feed app <laughs> just keeps taking it onto their phone, whether they're listening or not. Looks <laughs> to have your ro- da- data roaming charges. These are going to include figures, character tokens, DM screens, and most bafflingly of all, which shows that Gale Force 9 uh, just wants to put out an overpriced product without any regard for its survivability, spell cards. Now, watsy did this with Forth, mm-hmm. and they put out all these spell cards, which nobody bought. The- and... Didn't they do
0: 3.5 too or something? They did. They had some cards before too. Yeah, it was, was it was,
1: it was even worse in fourth mm-hmm. because they would have FAC and Errata like release day <laughs> if, invalidating their actual spell card products. I would just, I would go to game stores and bookstores all over the place and just see shelves and shelves of these things covered in dust, just like down to like a dollar, you know, <laughs> what was originally a $10 product down to like a dollar. Nobody's just buying them because it's, you're paying a dollar for Tinder at that point. You know, it's. So uh, while this game looks uh, improved from 4th, I don't think the company has improved from 4th. So I don't <laughs> think their quality control and their editing staff has really improved that much. So I imagine once Gale Force 9 sells one of these things, somebody's just going to go, Ah! It's, right, it's day one and it's already wrong! <laughs> couple couple uh, Aldrich tidbits, AEG, going to have at Gen Con, but a general September release. Or Trains Rising Sun, mm-hmm. a standalone or mix in add-on to the original Trains game. It's adding new boards, uh, new mechanics, new destinations and well not destinations, but new cities on the maps, I should say. So I'll keep it all the core mechanics. It's just uh it's gonna be a standalone or you can use it to really flush out your your core game. It's gonna have an MSRP of sixty bucks. Same as last time, and I will say that is still too much. <laughs> This is a $45 game. You get a lot of cardboard in it, but it's still just a deck of cards. It's a very yep. big deck of cards in a very nice box, but <laughs> it's not a $60 game. Following that, uh, continuing with their uh Destination Fun line, I think they call it, they're doing planes. Yes,
0: I saw that. And I'm waiting for automobiles. They said there's going to be an <laughs> automobiles. It's going to be out later this year. You know what order they'll be on my game That's shelf. That's right. <laughs> With a little <laughs> picture of John Hughes on each
1: box. Or perhaps John Candy. Or, you know, we could find some more dead people and have a dead person from the movie on each box. So, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be essentially the same game concept, uh, but just uh, rather than going from train to station to station and building a route, it's getting your player, getting your person across the map through the airports, and there's going to be things. Through that will-
0: TSA. Yes. And- getting your shoes back on and the holding up the line shake you know and people with kids and... <laughs> there's going to be Oh kids. that sounds like an awesome game. <laughs> hey, somebody did
1: Power Plant, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably buy it. You know. Just just cuz it it sounds silly, and it, it's just crazy enough to work. <laughs> and also this fall, no specific date, AEG is going to release Cypher uh, this is described as tactical love letter. It's going to be along the same lines of love letter, but there's going to be slightly more cards and a slightly more challenging, they say, uh, decision making tree in, in doing your thing. That's supposed to be a 20 minute game. Sorry, a 15 minute game and 10 bucks. So hey, they're adding more cards than they had in love letter and keeping the price the same. Good deal. <laughs> IDW is coming out with a game called Dia Monsters. Diamond Monsters. It's a monster-themed set collector. I don't have much more information than that. It's just everybody starts off with a set hand of cards, and then you're kind of colorado zooleradoing it. By the sounds of it, you're just building sets. Doesn't have an age thing, but it seems fairly family-friendly. And given that their recommended time is 20 minutes, I'm sure it's going to be kid-friendly as well. With an MSRP of uh, 15 bucks, depending on how how many cards you get with that, 15 bucks could be a good deal or it could be zombie dice. Who knows? A couple FFG notes. Fourth quarter this year, they are going to be releasing the XCOM board game, which was the first item that blew up their newsfeed, everybody's (laughs) newsfeed from FFG last week. I was very excited about this until I looked at the player roles, and I'm not adverse to needing the electronics in Mm -hmm. the game. We have, I mean, we have scoring apps, we have all sorts of crap for, so it's not the electronics, it's that Based on the description from the FF uh, from the preview FFG put up, one player's role is simply to be the AI. <laughs> it's they manage the tablet and they manage all the cards that flip or move and do whatnot. They don't actually have uh, an active role other than that. <laughs> if that's the case, then I'm probably not going to get this game. If that's not the case, then I'll probably look at it because the picks look really awesome mm-hmm. and from the description, they have really embraced on a global scale the the mission-to-mission concept and the mission-to-mission action of the video game. And I love that video game. Mm-hmm. So if the console player, if the tablet player gets to do more than just click <laughs> around the tablet and read stuff, then, you know, that might be a buy because I believe it's only... They can probably make laser sounds or something. pew, pew. Here I am coming for your soldiers. <laughs> 60 bucks. Seems like there's a lot of stuff in the box, but I don't know. It might be a bit, a bit, uh, bit pricey for, for what you get, especially, I mean, the, the app is free, but if not everything is included in the box, you know, eh, we'll see. I'm going to let somebody else buy it and eh, <laughs> and figure it out before I make that choice. And then the other thing, if you were asleep on Friday was FFG also announced Star Wars Armada. Which I waited about three hours after that announcement, and then I went to BGG. (laughs) And if if this if this one, no, no, this was (laughs) this was deliberate because I knew what to I knew what I was expecting to see, and I was proven correct. And if this is not proof that humanity has just fallen off the edge of the cliff and there is not a single positive person left in the planet,
0: Uh.
1: (laughs) I I don't know what is. In the general rules, the first one was a hundred dollars. And the next one was, well, what's wrong with X-Wing? And the next one was, why aren't the TIE Fighters painted? In three hours, there were like ten threads (laughs) up, and seven of them were negative. (laughs) And uh, one of them was just hoping for home one. You know, so at some point, they just want them all on Cal ships. You know, so how about we actually get more than the press release for the game before we start deciding whether or not the game's going to suck people? I mean, (laughs) I know, I know. I'm right on the break. Yeah, we,
0: we've, we've been there, my friend. Don't don't get holy now. I'm not. There's there is a glass house surrounding you Even at the moment. Is, I will cast totally unwarranted criticism. In fact, it's probably a glass outhouse.
1: I will cast totally unwarranted criticism of a game in person. But I'm not going to wait five minutes after a press release and then go shit all over it with with no other with no supporting proof other than FFG has a habit of not giving you enough dice for their games, that and is true. they do tend
0: to run expensive. But they always they always do the upsell. That's right. They always come out with dice later. <laughs> oh, did we not give you enough? Um, uh, here's some more for a price.
1: So I'm waiting i will going to wait a week or two, probably, well, I'm probably going to wait until September, but I'm going to order it. I've already been looking at CSI, and they already have it significantly lower than the MSRP of ninety nine ninety nine. I mean, people, I'm all for supporting your <laughs> brick-and-mortar store. Believe me, I am. Mm-hmm. But if We don't
0: have one. <laughs> yeah, worth, a, we don't have supporting. one I want to
1: support. B, if you look at any MSRP and go, damn, that's expensive, and you don't have any concept of online shopping, then just give your head a shake, you know? <laughs> Support your brick and mortar. Sure. But this is not going to be a tournament game. So don't feel bad about not buying it there if you'd rather pay fifty than a hundred. <laughs> Come on, people. I mean I don't want to agree with Cyrus too much there, but <laughs> sometimes. I,
0: w- I wish we had a store we could support. I wish we did too. <laughs> and we would, now-
1: and we've tried. Every now and then I want to take my X Wing stuff up there and just plop down a map and see what happens, but just then I remember all the other times I went up there and they did nothing. Yeah. I mean the players will play anything, but the store, the the people themselves, just eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. Why, are you, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> why aren't you buying magic singles? <laughs> also on Friday, WizKids posted up the rules for Attackwing Dungeons and Dragons. I went through those and they looked uh really tight. They looked like a really good evolution of uh their attack wing rules, uh both in terms of Cleaning up some stuff that was just a direct port from the X-Wing flight path that didn't necessarily work well in, in, in Attack Wing in the Star Trek universe. Uh, but then also adding aerial and ground-based concepts
0: to the game and tailoring it to a fantasy, the fantasy setting. I mean. So, you know, you, you were kind of holding off with some concerns. Oh so, shit. Th- no, those I pre-ordered, were, I pre-ordered the whole first wave. Well, I know, but you, <laughs> okay. But when, when we were originally talking about it, you had some concerns about what it might be. So did those get like calmed for you? Yes.
1: Okay. Very much so. They really, they really grasped the fact that it is not, uh, space combat anymore. So elevation is in play, you know, air to air or ground to ground but only air to ground, if you take a maneuver that's going to get you uh, into position to also be retaliated from the ground. They're going to have units, they're called troops, they come in six packs, and that had been my biggest concern, was you're going to have, their, even when I was thinking it was going to be a 100-point build, they've increased their build cost, uh their suggested build to 120, but even at 100 points, I was thinking you know at Star Trek and X-Wing, you're getting between three to five ships if they're bulked up, but the way the first wave was put out with both uh, a neutral at best and a good at best troop set of troops uh, of six, you're getting just in those, if one side fields both of those, 12 units on the board and then 12 models, I should say, and then you're Dragon and then you're whatever. whatever. So I was really worried that it was going to become a very, very busy and then a very unwieldy board. But what they're doing with troops is you got to form up. Uh, you've got your dude that's on point and everything is based off him when you move you just move him and everybody moves around him so it's a little uh warhammer fantasy there if you know moving everything on your troop tray it's a little bit like that and i think that's a, a good way of uh letting you have big units but at the same time not having to worry about moving six dudes around individually from a rule standpoint and and uh, uh as an evolution from attack wing it looks really good uh there's a lot more tokens involved so I'm going to wait to see just how finicky it's going to be. But uh as long as it's uh like attacking was fact pretty much on day one mm-hmm. uh, because they released and started an OP right away. Uh This is going to be released with an OP right away. But it looks like they've addressed a lot of the issues that got fact very early for attack wing. So my confidence in this game is high right now. I don't have a lot of concerns that won't be addressed by just multiple playthroughs you know how it is you read a real book and it makes sense and then you see it in action and then it's oh well now it makes more sense mm-hmm. and I think that's what it's going to be for the first few games for me I'm looking forward to it the models look good uh, the icons of the realms that's out in stores right now is just their RPG minis so if people haven't actually seen any of the photos that have been floating around on the web for the last six months <laughs> which baffles me but I've actually had a couple of those type of questions what are the minis going to be like well look at Origins look at SDCC. <laughs> People posted video. Uh, the videos look, uh, the, the, the minis look really good. Uh, they're not quite Paizo level. I think Paizo hold, held WizKids to a slightly higher standard, but I think Hasbro is holding WizKids more so than Watsy to an even higher standard than they held themselves because the Watsy stuff that they used to produce sucked. You had to boil them to get straightened out swords. That The painting just looked like you know, they just dipped it and then splattered it with a couple different <laughs> colors. It's, so this stuff is actually looking good. If you see the icons of the realms in the, in the, in your game store, that's going to be what some of them are. And the big dragons are looking good. And some of the online stores already have picks up for their, uh, single sales. So go take a look. I think the, the models are much better than Watchy's old stuff, uh, for their old minis game. Definitely a step up. Not quite as good as Paizo, but between what I think is a pretty clean rule set and some pretty decent looking miniatures, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. All right oh yeah that's all i got all
0: right well i'll lead off with the sadness you know everybody and their brothers talking about it because it happened last night and you know robin williams it's passed not news, away. Man. that's like 12 hours old yeah uh we were gaming at the time we found out <laughs> took a moment off uh so yeah robin williams has passed away uh parent suicide dealing with depression for quite a while and and obviously previous problems with drugs back in the day and and, uh, it's, it's, it's sad. I don't, I don't get starstruck. I don't, I, I don't do any of that stuff, but I mean, it, you know, it was a big part of our childhood really. I mean, and I absolutely fell in love with Robin Williams, not only, you know, kind of the intro was happy days and Mark, obviously Mark and Mindy, but his stand up. I Your just, stand up was brilliant. Oh, it was just, it, it just blew me away. How do
1: you get to the Met
0: money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and you know, you uh, had no problem realizing that uh, he liked cocaine if you ever watched his stand-up <laughs> because the, the man was just everywhere. He was energetic. He was funny. He just, you know sweat sweat balls he put it all out on the stage and it was brilliant and of course like with a lot of people that kind of get into comedy it kind of comes from a darker place sometimes and uh that was kind of where it was coming from for for robin and and he dealt with it for years and years and uh, he lost that fight and, uh, that's unfortunate. And I know some people are kind of using it to, you know, shine a light on depression and all that stuff. And that part is a good thing. The one thing I'm kind of irked about, and this happens all the time, no matter who it is, but the people that are kind of going with the whole, you know, Robin Williams died and everybody's talking about it, but X number of other people died. It's like, yeah, but <sighs> Don't, don't turn his death into your personal crusade that has nothing to do with what he was going through or, or the fact that he was known to a lot of, of course a lot of people are talking about him. He's known to a lot of people. That doesn't make these other issues trivial or anything like that, but don't take away from the man uh, and of course he will will be missed and he's ha- he had an amazing career between comedy and and drama and serious roles and and everything in between and i don't know i always got a kick out of whenever he was on a talk show because you knew they had no control yeah <laughs> you you knew you were in it for was a off tree. the rails yeah. you know so yeah he he will definitely be missed so going from that i'll talk about did you see that uh Oh, yeah. you're going up now, Debbie Downer? Are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going up. I'm going the opposite from you. You started <laughs> up and went down. I'm I'm gonna bring us back up now. So uh Clancy Brown. Did you see he was cast in The Flash? Yeah. I love Clancy Brown. Yep. That is that is gonna be awesome. So I can't wait to see that. He's gonna be what is uh General Wade Ealing? Ealing. Ealing. So that will be, I, you know, he's just gonna be amazing. I love that dude. He's like, well, I think of,
1: technically it should be Eiling, but I've always
0: pronounced it Eiling. Yeah.
1: And I think he's a good cast for that. And the way they've been casting people that are are, are generally meta-related, mm-hmm. it's you know, this is gonna be the full-on powers thing. And Eiling in the latest incarnation of Firestorm was sent, was tasked to destroy him when the government thought that he was about to. Uh, Nuka Town. And in Old 52, he was involved with Major Force and Captain Atom. So, from a dude whose background is dealing with supers, I think this is a good add for the Flash universe. Mm-hmm. And since they've already cast Ronnie Raymond, can Professor Stein be far behind? It's, like I, I've said before, Firestorm's too too expensive a character to do a whole CGTV mm-hmm. show on. But if you can get, like, just one ep uh, of a full-on Firestorm,
0: I think that'd be awesome. And I, like I said, I just I love Clancy. I, he's one of those character actors that you always just enjoy whenever you see him hit the screen. So that's going to be a good one. They they've done some good casting, I think, for Mom. The shows. In other news, no, I already did other news. Your other other news. <laughs> Michael Bay is going to turn over the Transformers to a new director. It's time for a new director to take over. Yeah, we've been saying that since about Transformers two or three, but. You know, I actually have never seen three. I don't think I own it just because I'm a completionist and I had one and two. I was like, damn it. But I think it's, I think it's still even like in rap. I
1: don't think I ever even opened it. I, I stopped at three. I, I went
0: to that and,
1: <laughs> and I haven't seen the latest one. Oh, nor have I. I don't know what he saw when he was a kid that wanted to make <laughs> him do these movies and think it's transformers. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see what else do I got here. Uh, Skylanders is coming to tablets and October 5th it looks like so uh and that includes Android and iOS devices and I believe the Amazon tablets as well they're they're doing all three hmm. so uh that's and uh so that'll be I wonder interesting
1: how much Amazon paid for that do you please include us on anything <laughs> just, just anything just, just
0: once. <laughs> we'll give you a deal on distribution do you know how many of your figures we've shipped damn it <laughs> yeah. that's going to be kind of interesting though that's that I I like that from a couple different aspects, and we've kind of talked about it before, where if they can take that and eventually make a different game with it. Nothing, I mean, I know a lot of people enjoy Skylanders, but a more in-depth game, and I guess in an, a way maybe. And a game we'd like. Yeah, and a <laughs> game we like. And I guess kind of. Galamarcana is kind of doing that, but not not like this, I don't think. And i th- I think this has a lot of potential, and it's kind of cool to see it. Step away from the console even and go to something as portable as a tablet and a, and a base or whatever. So it'd be kind of interesting to see, be be uh, cool to see how that plays out versus consoles and stuff like that. The Tomb Raider sequel is going to be an Xbox exclusive, pissing off several people, <laughs> uh, especially since the first one was not. So the the first one was not, and then I think the def- was it called the definitive edition of the first one? That one was. I think that was an Xbox one, Xbox one and PS four. So most people bought Tomb Raider on previous gen and then the definitive edition came out on next gen and now the sequel is coming out on one gen. (laughs) So yeah. Make some people happy. uh, But they have plenty of time to potentially, well, I'm assuming they don't. They, they It's probably uh, inked in blood at this point in a, in a contract, but it's uh, not supposed to come out until holiday season next year. So I, I guess I don't see that. <laughs> I don't necessarily see a reversal unless somebody's going to pay. <laughs> for that to happen. And then let's see a uh, couple of other things I wanted to talk about. Fidelitas, which we've reviewed, is on Kickstarter right now. So that is uh, pretty cool. Go check that one out. And again, we uh, that was a game that we thoroughly enjoyed. And I actually sat down with Jason not too long ago here. So I that is the next interview in the interview queue. So that is the next one we'll be hearing come out. Uh, and that was a good time. Great guy. So Fidelitas is out. It goes to October third. 31st, 2014, and uh, this, and I've got a couple other things I'm going to talk about here. There'll be links in the show notes for Geek News if you want to click over from there. Sentinels of the Multiverse, Wrath of the Cosmos. Did you see this? Mm -hmm. They, uh, you know, true to to form, they said that they weren't going to bring the Sentinel stuff back to Kickstarter, so they're doing a pre-order off of their website with stretch goals. Yep uh and all of them have been unlocked at least uh, unless they come up with something new everything's been unlocked so far uh so a lot of extras are getting thrown in uh so Wrath of the Cosmos you can pre-order that through September 4th and then they were doing a pre-order count if you actually go over to the sentinels of the multiverse.com site there's you can see how many have been pre-ordered i think they're quickly approaching 2000 already have been pre-ordered it was like 19 something last time i checked and uh, like I said, at least everything that they've revealed so far, I don't know if they have anything else that they're, they kind of want to reveal, you know, obviously they're, at gen con now so not much is probably going to get done with the website or on their way to gen con i, I saw they were i saw pictures on twitter i think they were packing up the van and heading yeah, it's out tuesday the, yeah. the vendor and retailer day is tomorrow yeah so uh that that's kind of cool but i will warn you up front because i went over i thought oh this is cool and clicked on it and got all the way to shipping, shipping. <laughs> which was almost price of game <laughs> uh and they do not have shipping options it's here's how we're shipping it and it was like uh it's like 20 bucks for the the expansion and it was like 14 bucks for me on shipping so i kind of went ooh i might have to come back to this i love sentinels i love all things sentinels uh but that you know seeing that up front is is it, it's always hard to swallow when shipping almost equals the game you're buying <laughs> and you can't like You know, because usually when I see something like that, I'm either looking for what else can I order to get the shipping down or or make it worthwhile. How much more do I go up to free? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But again, Sentinels of the Multiverse, such an awesome game. I absolutely love that game. I I have no doubt that before the fourth gets here, I will be clicking on it, buying it probably. (laughs) And then I don't I can't remember if I talked about this or not. So you can tell me if I have. But even if I have, there's a, a couple new entries out there, but, uh, the game crafter has started a how to run a Kickstarter blog entry. And you have mentioned that. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember if I did it online or on the podcast itself. I know I, I know I shared it uh but i couldn't remember if i said it here but they've done a couple new ones so i think one right now is kind of planning the the most the the latest one i think is planning your stretch goals they had one about making sure you do your math properly and then i think it started off with like how do are you sure you should launch a kickstarter kind of thing and some of the information which is kind of cool uh that jts putting together is going to be the game crafter specific because they offer bulk order fulfillment so if you're planning on using them for a small run of a kickstarter uh and what happens if you get beyond that small run and all that good stuff so uh it's good information and it's definitely something you know along with all the other wonderful information that's out there about kickstarter just to kind of take in and and one more aspect and like i said he's coming from it from a very specific place. He's run two successful Kickstarters now, and the biggest reason he ran them was to get this information for his other customers that were using him for the Kickstarter process that he didn't have as much information about himself. So it's a good read. Uh, so I'll put that link as well that tags right to his how to run a Kickstarter section. In the club news, we have a new member, Forbidden Lim. Uh, is a new member to the club, and they have a Kickstarter running right now called New Salem. So you can go check that out. That runs until, uh, actually, I'm not sure when that runs until. It just launched here in the last week or so, so roughly 30th days or so, and end of August, maybe a little bit beyond. Uh, but again, link in the show notes. So New Salem is running right now. I prefer Old Salem. Uh, I, it's I, much more authentic. I, I prefer Neo Salem. Goth Salem. <laughs> And then let's see in GeekCast Network news, Two Ball Geeks is returning. We are uh, coming off of hiatus here. Cyrus Do you still is... have two balls. You are done. No, no.
1: <laughs> if you mention uh... it, I will joke it. It stopped being funny years ago, but I will yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, you are wrong. It was never funny, <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, Cyrus is all moved in and got his, wherever he's going to record, set up and ready to go. And we are actually recording tomorrow night. So with editing. The anti-GenCon edition. Yes, the anti general We're not going. Can't make us. <laughs> you, you can if you want. <laughs> yeah. All you
1: got to do is get in the current drive. He didn't sign
0: up for anything. And of course, uh other Mike, <laughs> Farmer Jeff have released another Royal Monster Battalion. Uh, they're up to episode nine, and this time they cover Stephen King's It. They seem to enjoy All it. All in
1: one cast, no less. I know. They didn't break that up.
0: No, they didn't break that up. They they, they kept it pretty good, but uh, I, I hated that movie. I have a low tolerance for King in general. <laughs> they seem to enjoy it, although uh, my biggest complaint. Well, one of them must like evil clowns a lot. One of my biggest complaints, uh, Farmer Jeff brought up was the fact that the ending just sucked. And it did. It just sucked. The ending was just like, what? What? John Boy deserved better. (laughs) Uh, but you can hear their thoughts on that over there. And uh, of course, uh, for two bald geeks, we're going to talk about Hellbenders. Um, that's been on, that's the one that's been on the podcast or on the website for a while. (laughs) So we're finally going to get a chance to talk about that. And then, uh, and then we're going to. Hey,
1: you're only around five and a half of the seven deadly. Get out there and fornicate or something.
0: (laughs) It had its moments.
1: It did. Uh, And
0: who's in it? Clancy Brown. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the next two, since we've been on hiatus for a while, I do have uh, two uh, listener requests. So we will be going through listener requests. Or one from each. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I gave one. Cyrus gave one. (laughs) (laughs) You listen to it after you put it out? Well, I have to listen to it while but I think that counts. Oh okay. while editing it. I hear it. Counts Two as a or three listen. Times. Yeah. Uh and that's what I well, don't tease. What are they? What's that? I I'm not saying. We're, we'll we'll as as we approach them, we will don't make me go over there and take the tablet. <laughs> they're not on here, oh. so you can take the tablet all you want. <laughs> uh they're somewhere in my email. <laughs> all right. Well that is all I have. So that was geek nose. Some geek balls. Not funny. Still, oh, well, somebody's
1: laughing. <laughs> Somewhere out there is a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>